0: Spoilers! Spoilers! Spoiler season, season for us! New cards! Katie. Uh, so, welcome to Spoiler Season, War of the Spark, Episode 7. Um, we have a special guest again today, as I mentioned yesterday. It's me, Simon Chen. He's back to review more cards. Before we get started, uh, thank you to our sponsors for all their support. Uh, new England Comics, you can find on Facebook at NEC Coolidge, and Flipside Gaming, you can find online at flipsidegaming.com. So, Min, we have some 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 cards today. To oh talk wait, about. wait!
1: Let's yeah. not talk about the cards. Yet. Okay, let's talk okay. about the story.
0: What's happening? in The story. So right yesterday, yes. the
1: angels flew out their giant floating ample. Did you know that's the Parthians? It's giant a sacred foundry. Family? I didn't know that. You know what? Before we get into this, I just want to say War of Spark is super exciting to me. Like, Ravnica Allegiance guilds of Ravnica—they're great. They have cool sure, cards. Sure. But this is this is like a combination, like. It feels like Wizards is playing out all the stats, playing all the cool Ravnica stuff in that it can, throwing it all in like one big melting pot of awesomeness or stupidity. They might be the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, a yes, but a giant floating anvil filled with angels is just like yeah. my mind is exploding. And they're
0: printing every single like card that people wanted to see, right? All the like legends that people wanted to come back. Like they're all printing them, all of them.
1: I think that's great. This, is. this is amazing.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So Ryan, you are secretly, I realized yesterday,
1: the giant lore nerd. Although you pretend to be cool. You tell me what's going on Look, with this
0: Look, I, ha- I just know a couple things. So okay. like, right now, I don't know that there's there's anything new. It looks like from today, it seems like the, the battle's ramping up. We have some more walkers joining the fight. Um, let, me, let me, these walkers have a
1: personal history.
0: Okay, Look, who do you want to know about? We have Chandra. We got Bomb. we got
1: Saheeli. This is like the Caledish crew. I'm
0: just waiting for Nissa, okay? Because Ashaya, you know, like that connection, that emotional story, that's what I need to hear. And do you know who Nissa sometimes heralds? Who? Emrakul. Oh my gosh.
1: Could could be. I'm you mean the Wanderer? I, I don't know. Oh it just, I'm just saying it could be. That's anyway, but that, that's, that's for a future. For for this episode, Nissa, tight, uh, not Nissa, Chandra. Yes. Saheeli. And uh, Dovin, you know, all the old haters were The Kalidash Kalidash group, yeah. Yeah, they're coming back in the fray. Do they
0: think they have a name, like, for their group?
1: Caledash group with a K. Oh, I like that. Caledash group with a K. Okay, okay. And so, the first card, Chandra's Pyrohelix. One in the red for an instant, that common. Chandra's Pyrohelix deals two damage divided as you choose among one or two targets. Now that I've dealt with your little toys, I can focus on the real problem.
0: You. Your attitude. Chandra <laughs> Nalar to Dovin Bond. You think Chandra's going to kill Dovin?
1: Okay, I got to say, I feel like Dovin is kind of being bullied. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if you, if, you, if you just look at, like, it's two against one, and yeah. you can kind of see how Dovin got to be the way he is, right? Totally, totally. Because everybody just keeps picking on him. All he's trying to do is tell people that, no, your plan sucks, so, you know, you're kind of dumb, but I can fix it all for you, and everybody just beats up on him.
0: But he has this problem, this, this attachment problem, right, where he's like, oh, let me see. Oh, oh, you? Yes. Oh, I like you. I'll just do whatever you say. He's so desperate to be a friend, to have you know a friend. What? And is
1: this, that's not actually that unrealistic for these not situations, I think. Not at all. Yeah. He's
0: like, he's your classic nerd, you know, he's yeah. just desperate for acceptance. Classic nerd nerd. you know, he was like, ah, oh, that didn't, that relationship didn't work <laughs> out. So he thought, hey, why not try Bolus? Because that would be better, I guess.
1: I'm secretly kind of rooting for Dovin.
0: I think that Dovin is beyond uh, redemption at this point. I'm not saying he should be redeemed. I think mm. he's a
1: terrible person yeah. or a terrible creature. But sure. I kind of hope he makes it out.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he does make it out, if they are able to do anything interesting with him, aside from just making him be like the crony.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do we have thoughts on this card? I forgot. Uh,
0: it's a reprint, right? We've seen yeah. this before. Um, yeah, this is in limited. This is good. Yeah, it's very good in
1: limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, two damage for two mana, you know that's that's a that's a fine rate uh it's not much you get to for one that's great too yeah um sometimes you'll be able to like so there's so there's cards to put counters on you can blow them out at instant speed yeah it seems super to me um i do wonder if maybe things maybe grow faster than usual um to make this maybe not as good as i think it is but you know for a common removal spell yeah i think it's good
0: yeah and this card has historically seen like very light sideboard play in standard. Um, and actually, right now, it's kind of primed for it. Like, if you have a deck like Mono White continuing mm. to be really strong, then this often just says, kill two creatures, right? And it's super cheap, um, and it's really nice to be able to pick off, like, a uh, two Sky Marcher Aspirants. Oh my or...
1: god, you're right. The worst thing on yeah. Arena is when I play Mile White, and I'm on a draw, and I, I, I just, like... Put in three, by turn two, I have, like, three X-1s, and turn three, do you know what they play? You'll never guess.
0: Do they play, uh, let me guess, let me guess, turn three, uh, it must be, like. You'll never guess. It's Chamber. What? Oh my
1: goodness. And they just kill my entire board, and I just, like, can see it on the spot, and go back down to, like, Silver. It's, like, the worst it's feeling It's so ever. sad. It's so sad. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. This 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 could fill that. Scroll. I
0: was gonna guess Rampaging Frosted on that's what I was getting to. But That's bad. Chain, uh, I That's know. bad I know. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, but along with her Pyro Helix, Chandra has arrived. So Chandra Fire Artisan is Red Red 2 for a legendary Planeswalker with 4 loyalty. Her static ability is whenever one or more loyalty counters are removed from Chandra Fire Artisan, she deals that much damage to target opponent or Planeswalker. And plus 1 is exile the top card of your library. You may play it this turn. Minus 7, exile the top 7 cards of your library. You may play them this turn. So this damage to the planeswalker is that considered removing counters?
1: Yes. Whoa. Yes. That's pretty good.
0: So it's kind of a disincentive to attack Chandra, uh, but you have to attack her because if you don't, you're a lose.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess target a pointer planeswalker is better than like any target, but still, yeah, that's yeah, that's it's I mean, still going to be
0: seven to the face, right, when they alter plus whatever you find off the top of your deck.
1: Yeah, that's 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 going to burned like. I, I never realized this again until I played Arena because yeah. our paper meta is suffused with like these jerk control players who just like to like control you out of the game after like 80 turns. Bleh, 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 bleh. That makes
0: sense though, right? Like it's good to have control of things. That was... Nah, I'm not going to respond to that. Okay. But on Arena, like...
1: Everything's about, like, there's like a billion amount red decks, and I never realized how good just, like, the incidental damage, uh, yeah. how much that incidental damage to your face just kind of builds up more and more and more until you're in a completely untenable situation. And it feels like Chandra maybe could do that. I'm not a mono red player, yeah. so I don't know. Maybe four mana is too much for that.
0: Well, I think another cool thing about this Chandra, as opposed to, like, Torture Defi- uh, Defiance or other red cards... Is that her plus one ability you can play until the end of the turn, right? Mm. So it gives you a little bit more flexibility than uh, when the last genre you had to take up and cast the card right away if you were going to use it. As opposed to be like, ooh, do I want to hold this? And it made it so like you couldn't really play her with things that, that uh, you needed to use reactively or you wanted to use reactively.
1: So if you cast this on turn four, um, would you take up?
0: Um, probably, just because like I want the loyalty... Yep. Um and
1: as long as you're not milling yourself to as, yeah. as long as you don't expect the game to end at an empty deck. Right. Game, right. It doesn't really hurt you.
0: Um you can even you know, you can even tick up and if you're playing this, I don't know why you would, but if you're playing this with Wilderness Reclamation, uh, which is a you know, strong edge card. Mm. Uh, then you get to tick up and then be like, Alright, end step untap, now I'm gonna cast my spell.
1: yeah, but I, I guess I guess um I guess what you're saying though is that you would tick up even in cases where you can't use the card. Just yeah. Just for just solely for For adding that extra loyalty and having her cause extra damage. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think that she, you know, obviously limited is a a force. um, And in standard, she'll, she can find a home somewhere. Um, It is a little weird because, like, the, if you're thinking about, like, aggro decks like you're talking about, the four drop slot is really crowded, right? With, you have um, Experimental Frenzy. You have uh, other four-mana red cards that we've talked about that I don't <laughs> remember what they are, but they all compete with Experimental Frenzy, uh, like Rekindling Phoenix. That's the other yep. one. Um, so I don't know if Shandra wants to be there, or maybe you want her more in like a red mid-range deck so you get that sweet, sweet card advantage, and um, another ultimate that just like wins the game, essentially, when you when you use it. Uh, you might even want it in something that has the ability to, to make some mana. Um, yeah.
1: You know, this, the stoppers on her art are kind of cute.
0: I think they're creepy. Why do these, really? th- these thopters have, a- they look like they're eyeballs. Yeah. I don't like that.
1: I like eyeballs. Do you not like eyeballs?
0: But like these ones never blink.
1: Whatever. I think Have you met cute. a person
0: who never blinks?
1: Uh, these aren't people. These are thopters. There's but people that never blink are creepy. Have you met robots that never blink? No. Well, okay. Maybe you need to get out more.
0: I'm have, just saying. Okay. I mean I'll try to expand my robot horizons. I don't <laughs> okay. Know. Uh
1: next card, Law Rune Enforcer for a single white mana. It's a creature human soldier at common. Ugh. for one uh one uh one and tap to tap a target creature with converted mana costs two or greater. Wow. Think. This is this is a card that I will hate to play against and <laughs> I'll play against a lot. Um I keep mentioning the rarity because unlike in constructed, yeah and limited. <laughs> In limited, I'm making air quotes because mm. I know Ryan doesn't really believe in the format. In, you mean,
0: what you mean is in limited. <laughs>
1: Whatever. Co- uh, the rarity is very important. And the fact that this is a common means that there will be many of these floating around like a draft pod or in the, limit, or in the seal pool. And I think every single one of these will always be played. And yeah. they will, if you're playing them, you'll feel great about them. If you're playing against them, you'll feel terrible about
0: them. It's about. so good. We've oh. always seen tap effects be really good in limited. And like often they've tried to constrain them a little bit, right? They've added mana costs over the years and they've like made it so oh now it's only power four or greater for white or whatever. But this just taps like anything relevant for one mana. Yeah and it's so cheap. And card's oh, so good.
1: The one thing that doesn't tap is armies.
0: That's true. That's true. This can't I mean, you can't tap down an entire army. Like you can only tap down one guy at a time, one creature at a time. That's true.
1: But apparently you can fail push an entire army.
0: That's true. You can <laughs> yeah. just put uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> you just give one guy in the front like a little shove and then the whole army just, just falls down like right? dominoes yeah. that's great great yeah. flavor yeah. oh man so we have another planeswalker we have your favorite why don't you talk about your favorite guy oh Dovin, hand of control
1: and you know it looks like he only has five fingers in his hand but some Ma- mark, mark mark rosewater posted a blow up there's actually six mm. so hmm. there's two uh two mm. in the hybrid white blue for a legendary planeswalker, Dovin at uncommon. Um, static ability, artifact, instant, and sorcery spells your opponent's cast cost one more to cast, and minus one until your next turn. Prevent all damage that will be dealt to and dealt by target permanent and opponent controls. And
0: starting loyalty of five. It's a good amount of loyalty for three mana. It is. So, Dovin uh, is, is a weird planeswalker. Uh, he's kind of like a Gideon. The Gideon of the Trials, right, is his ability was really similar in that it like fogs a creature for a turn. Um, Though Gideon ticks up, Dovin ticks down. Um, Dovin will never be able to attack like Gideon could, Um, but he does have this tax, right, this like kind of Thalia-esque tax that's attached to him. Um, It's possible that you might want to play it in older formats if you want something that's a little bit more resilient than Thalia, but I I feel like three mana maybe is a bit much for for the effect, um, and in standard it feels a little narrow it feels like maybe you want to play this uh in um, like a deck that is or like into the sideboard against something that has a lot of instant sorceries like the Drake style deck phoenix style deck but honestly like th- that's where I think it would be at its best but I'm just not convinced that like you even want it there um because it's just really narrow and it doesn't do a whole lot so you think the tax effect
1: probably isn't great against other Controlly or like spell heavy decks because they can often just keep drawing cards until the point where the tax doesn't matter yeah um, I mean, they have yeah
0: like they want to go kind of late anyways right um so they'll be able to build up mana and honestly they can kill Dovan if they if they need end up needing to i think it might just not be impactful enough like i imagine that if you're playing against control you're playing against um spells you might have cards in your sideboard that are better at disrupting them than Dovan is would you ever see this
1: in, like, a more aggressive deck that maybe has some control elements, like mono blue, yeah. or maybe even mono white, perhaps? Sure. I don't know.
0: That's possible, right? If you played in mono white, which is already splashing blue, now you can cast this off your hallowed fountain, which you already can anyways, <laughs> but hey, they like playing that. Then, um, you know, this is pretty reasonable. Like, Tithe Taker, I think surprised a lot of people in how good and relevant it was uh, in the mono white deck. Oh my god, it's so good.
1: I'm Playing against it feels terrible. Yeah.
0: And especially when they start, you're like... I was playing against Nick on Friday, and he played two of them. And I couldn't do anything. I couldn't, like, I had, you know, negate up. for th- I had three mana in negate, and, like, that wasn't good enough for his... Because you need four mana if there's two do. Four mana in negate feels really bad. And then it's like, okay, well, we kill it, and now it's a spear. Like, so Dovin, you know, does play that, that taxing role, and, like, in an aggressive shell, maybe you you want more of this. Maybe you can just go, like, Tithe Taker into Dovin. is probably really, really good. Um, but it's I think it's still, like... Uh, like what else can I do on three? And like would I rather be doing Dovin or would I rather be doing like Benalish Marshall and History of Benalia and like those kinds of, of right. cards? That makes sense, yeah.
1: I'm so in limited, I think I think this card... so when I first saw this, I was thinking for Limited. I thought it's probably bad because I just just looking at the stack ability, artifact instant sorcery spells, you know, maybe there's there's not a ton in um in, in limited. But considering that, again, I feel like there's a lot of Spell matters decks, mm. and maybe it's better than I think. Sure. And also, the minus one I now realize is far more annoying than I had realized. Yeah,
0: the minus uh, one is a pain. Yeah. And this is something, too, where, like, you know, we talk about these planeswalkers, uh, these uncommon planeswalkers with only takedowns playing out really differently than the plus ones, right? Because Dovin, you can just play him and wait. There's no reason you have to take him down, right? So you wait until your yeah. opponent plays something that's worth, uh, like, fogging. There's a word for it. I can't. Bubbling or something for a turn, um, and and then you get to use it. So it's just sitting there in the meantime, and you know, on board uh, removal spell essentially.
1: The other thing that's different about limited sometimes is so like in Ravnica Allegiance, Azorius was like a legit control. Like a, you could legit uh, draft a control deck. Oh yeah, hard control, which is not not all that common in limited. Yeah, and if there's a hard control deck. Then Dilvan is going to be amazing. Oh with that. yeah. Oh yeah. So I I'm I'm.
0: I'm kind of wary of this card. Fingers crossed, we can build hard control in uh Ravnica Allegiance. Not, I mean, War of the Spark. That's yeah. not what I'm hoping yeah. for. Maybe they'll just reprint Dovin's a cutie. Why not? Like he's he's still cute. Like, he is a cutie. Yeah, yeah I know. How do, Six how do you want punch him so hard? Yeah, so he's cute. he's actually like if you look at him, he's really not cute. I
1: I kind of find him adorable. He looks. I, I find
0: him right? really irrit. He looks really irritating. And maybe I'm biased because like I know his character, but.
1: Well, I feel like there's like a circle that he's become, he looks so irritating. It's mm-hmm. kind of adorable.
0: Oh, it's like, and he's like, stop it. Stop yeah. it!" Yeah. And yeah, you're like, and oh, like, like, so do Try so hard. Yeah. I bad. see it. I see it. I see that. Yeah. I see that. All right. Well, we're going from one Kaladeshi Planeswalker to another. What do we have next? This is a Healy Silverwing. Uh, for four colors mana, it's an artifact creature, Drake,
1: uh, uh, It's a 2 3 with flying. And the text when Sahili Silverwing enters the battlefield, look at the top card of target opponent's library.
0: If only it let you draw on your next upkeep.
1: Oh, that's a <laughs> reference to some constructive format. <laughs> Mishra's Marvel, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, Yeah, this card is weird. Um,
1: I I, I guess it's fine. <laughs> like um uh like normally four mana for uh, again this is only for limited four yeah. mana for two three is not great rate but it's a flyer. Um, and it's at the point in the flying curve where it can now block all the annoying uh, t- uh, two two axes or whatever that that your that your opponent's been pumping out. Um, so maybe it's a good defensive card. Mm-hmm. I I don't know that I would love to play this card, but I think it's a reasonable filler, which is probably was intended for. So as yeah. it's a colorless card, it can go into any deck.
0: Agreed. It feels like that card. You're like, oh, I need one more four drop or like evasive threat, like. I guess I'll play this. Or so my opponent's law
1: flier, so I guess I'll yeah. play it. Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, the card that goes with it is, I think, a lot better. This is Sahili Sublime Art- Artificer, with it, which is hybrid blue red, hybrid blue red, one. Legendary Planeswalker Sahili, five loyalty. Static ability whenever you cast a non creature spell, create a 1 1 colorless servo artifact creature token. Minus two, target artifact you control becomes a copy of another target artifact or creature you control until end of turn, except it's an artifact in addition to its other types. Wow. Yeah, I really like I really like Sahili. Um, I think that so Sahili is essentially like compare it to Murmuring Mystic, right? Murmuring Mystic does something very similar, except it makes flyers and it's four mana and it's a creature. And Murmuring Mystic has been pretty good out of the sideboard. Um, it's really good against like aggro decks. Um, the five toughness there is relevant, uh, but it is a creature, so like you're often really reluctant to block with it anyways because they'll just you know burn it. Um, Sahili, they actually have to deal five damage to if they want to kill it. Um, and Sahili is three mana, and that is pretty different than four coming down a turn early. Um, however, because it doesn't really protect itself, like Murmuring Mystic, where like Murmuring Mystic can just sit there for a turn um, before you untap and cast your spells, and they're not going to be able to kill it that turn, Sahili, they maybe could deal five damage to if you're playing on three on an empty board. So, whereas Murmuring Mystic was really good against aggro decks, it feels like Sahili might actually be kind of the control card, the card that you bring in, you're like, oh, I'm playing against control deck, like, okay, I'll just stick this to three, and now my opponent's going to have to deal with my Thopters uh, plus a Planeswalker that survives board wipes. Um, and that's all just with the static ability. And the minus two uh, is sweet, because you're going to have artifacts since you have these servos, um, and then you get to copy, essentially, whatever your best creature is um incidentally so i don't think that you play this primarily for the minus two but i think that the minus two is just upside on a card that's already pretty reasonable
1: so it sounds like a planeswalker where you you, you actually don't take down right away or anything close to right away you yeah. just wait till the right moment to strike with uh with a cop with your copy effect or i don't know what this effect is called yeah um, definitely and then just bash in with like a Carnage tyrant, or with like I don't even know yeah or Crackling Drake or something
0: sure sure I can see games where I just never minus the Healy because it feels like this this feels the closest to like an enchantment where I, I, I would just play this for the static and mm-hmm. it's an enchantment that you can like burn out or attack um, because I think that like I would play this primarily for the static ability um, but yeah like Drake's you know this is a cool card to have now you, like you said copy Crackling Drake and like in the meantime you get to just make a bunch of dudes and that's awesome.
1: Wow. This, this Sahili is like a uh, fellow guard guardian not the same This is better than the other Sahili. Oh yeah. Injury, Plus it? one scry. Yeah. And do one damage.
0: And do one damage. That's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah I looked when I saw this card and I read the effect I had to read it twice because I wanted to make sure it wasn't create a copy of and it wasn't just the same exact ability <laughs> as the original Sahili. And it's like no they've done it again. <laughs> they're like oh we didn't notice in design. Uh, our bad. So yeah, Sahili feels like she could see some constructed play, and in limited, if you like, you have a spells deck, and you have a Sahili, feels like you're gonna yeah. be in a really, really good spot. Yeah, <laughs> that seems really good. Yeah. All right. So next, we I know, Min, let me tell, let me. I don't know if our our viewers know, but uh, in Dominaria, uh, there was one planeswalker, which you know didn't see really any play, but I know that it's very close to your heart.
1: I tried once. You did,
0: you did. What, who
1: was that planeswalker? It was Jaya Ballard. Oh, Jaya, Jaya. I don't know if I like her, but she's so
0: old, and <laughs> I have some I have affinity for... The elderly. Yeah. Yeah, you relate the... to them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, in some weird way. Sure, some weird, weird way. Yeah. Well,
1: Jaya's greeting, one in the red, for an instant at common. Jaya's greeting deals three damage to target creature, scribe one. We have visitors. Well, it'd be rude not to give them a traditional Carol Keep welcome.
0: She looks a little, like... Santa Claus in this. Yeah, item.
1: you're right. She's right? like good, a yeah.
0: gnome Santa Claus with goggles. Like an engineery Santa Claus from yeah. Kalash. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Really strong for Luna. Like, I mean, this is a lightning strike at a creature. It's going to often kill something, and it's for two mana, so sometimes you will even get to trade up, and the scry is like just icing on the cake.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's great. Um, uh, sadly, Sally doesn't target planeswalkers or mm-hmm. the face, but it's still, you know, presumably your opponent has creatures, presumably there isn't. Another annoying odd control deck, you know, oh. like a stupid Zorius in Graphic uh, <sighs> Allegiance. And so this this card would be great for that. And I guess worst case, you could use it on your own creature. i me
0: just say, like, congrats to Wizards for, like, being able to design a format where, like, I could build hard control and play it. Like, that's so cool. No. That's so rare no. and limited. No. And it wasn't like it was OP. It was just, it was good. And it was fun. And a lot of things had to go right in the draft to make it come together. But when it did, you could build control. Do you know how many Clear the Minds I've hate-drafted? How many? I if you had an estimate, how many do you think that you took when you had no intention of playing them?
1: Like At least like 24, exactly. I like at that. At least. I like that.
0: Uh, that's why I can never draft that deck when I'm there. Because on yeah. Arena, the bots don't like Clear the Mind. Yes. At and NEC, in you real life, don't I like Clear you. the <laughs> uh, And then, the card that goes with her. With the spell. Jaya Venerated Fire Mage, four, uh, 4 in red for
1: an uncommon Legendary Planeswalker Jaya with 5 starting loyalty. Stag ability, if another red source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals that much damage plus 1 to that permanent or player instead. And minus 2, Jaya Venerated Fire Mage deals 2 damage to any target.
0: So it's really 3 damage to any target, right? No, it's uh, another red source you control. Oh, never mind. That's too bad. Otherwise, she'd be better. But I don't, I, sorry, I don't want to apply anything about her quality. Min, what do you think? As the expert on Jaya in the house.
1: Well, she's trying really hard. Um,
0: <laughs> and that counts for something. Yes.
1: Um, I think this is likely to be better than Limited and Constructed by Far, just because um, it's the stag ability is better if you have a board of red creatures and mm-hmm. not a handful of red burn spells. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you have a uh, yoma caster, have nothing to do and just, you know, have her just die without ever really doing much except shocking uh, yeah. shocking something. Um so in 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 limited I think it's fine. Maybe not great. Not a planeswalker I would see and say, Oh my goodness, I'm gonna do first pick this and build around. Sure. sure. But um in the in the primarily red deck, um I would I would have her pass to me and very, very happy about it. Yeah.
0: I think that it's it's funny because they really overcosted her for constructed playability because this card with a different mana cost I think would be constructed playable um, because it's the third chapter of Flame of Keld but with one less damage um, permanently. Katie's going to yell at me because I didn't put my computer on Do Not Disturb. And that's what that sound was. And she's always like, Ryan, did you put your computer on Do Not Disturb? And I'm like, no, but I will. This time she wasn't here to remind me, so... Alas, what was I saying? I was saying that she's overpriced. Uh, but good ability, but like you just can't play this in standard. Like you can't play 5 mana in like an aggro deck and hope that that is okay. One of you're
1: playing like Treasure Red. Yeah. And you have a your opponent's at 10 life mm-hmm. and you have a Bane Fire, but mm-hmm. you only have 10
0: land. Okay. So and my- then
1: you play Jaya first, okay, and your
0: opponent laughs uh-huh. and does nothing, uh-huh. like they usually do when you play a Jaya. Yeah. yeah, And then next turn, surprise! Oh my gosh, you get to kill them. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, um, yeah. In that scenario, uh, <laughs> I think that Jaya is reasonable. But imagine instead if Jaya was Experimental Frenzy, <laughs> or just a land, actually. or just <laughs> <Like> a land. <laughs> so we have determined here that Jaya worse than Basic Mountain. Yeah. So I, I guess, like
1: I always tell Molly, if if a card is good under only under a very specific set of circumstances, it probably means it's secretly bad. Or yeah. not secretly bad. Or it's just bad. Fair. Fair. But the art is kicking. I like the art. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a little sad. Do you think Jaya's going to die? She's old. I know. She's definitely going to die in the set. She's going to die and like, save Chandra and then Chandra's going to be sad and you know it's gonna be it. and like this is the last giant Car we're gonna get and they're both crap. I feel like
1: old people should live forever. Young people can can take their
0: flight pl- Well, can hey, die in their Liliana race. lived for a very very long time. As has Bolas. Yeah, that's true. yeah. and they should As all has Stifuri. Like all of these people are old. So I don't know what's wrong, but they all look young and attractive. So that's what that's what counts. I agree. Bolas is like wow. Oh, that gremlin wow. face. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So uh, our next card, oh, oh, our next card is Vizier of the Scorpion, which is black two, for a one-one zombie wizard. When Vizier of the Scorpion enters the battlefield, a mass one zombie tokens you control have death touch. The latest in the series of zombie tokens you control have ability. Uh, this one feels fine uh, because if your plan is to build an army, uh, death touch feels slightly redundant. But it is really good if you just, you know, don't have one, you make a 1-1, it has Death Touch, that's cool. Um, it also allows you to, like, aggressively trade off your armies if you end up with a lot of cards with a mass. You don't feel so bad when, like, y- your first one dies because you're just going to get another one and it will also have Death Touch and trade off. So, uh, it's fine, but, like, you know, it's a 3-mana 1-1 as well, and that is kind of sad.
1: Well, it was a 3-mana for 2-2 two, 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 sure. two, 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 1 of sass, but yeah, it does seem a little small. Does feel like it will get Chandra Pyro Helix a lot, mm-hmm. um, maybe so. Maybe not as attractive as as one might hope, but yeah. the 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 mass deck might be fine. And, and I think as you said yesterday, it seems to be firmly centered in blue black. There's yeah. no there doesn't seem to be a red a red like uh, give yeah zombie tokens and haste or something yeah
0: yeah I guess we'll see. But yeah, that's that's uh Vizier the Scorpion, and then we have Karn the Great Creator. This is four mana. Legendary Planeswalker Karn, for 5 loyalty. Static ability, uh, activated abilities of artifacts your opponents control cannot be activated. Plus 1, until your next turn, up to 1 target non-creature artifact becomes an artifact creature with power and toughness, each equal to its converted mana cost. Minus 2, you may choose an artifact card you own from outside the game or in exile, reveal that card, and put it into your hand. So.
1: What artifacts are good? To get? Or,
0: yeah. Mycosynth Lattice.
1: Oh, you're talking about those formats.
0: Oh, you mean in
1: what format? In the in the good format, one that I actually play. Limited? Standard or limited? Oh yeah. uh, uh standard is acceptable. Oh, too. okay.
0: So in limited, Karn seems pretty poor <laughs> unless you have a lot of artifacts that are high mana. Yeah. I, I think Karn is pretty bad. Yeah. In limited. Um in standard, uh Karn one cool thing. Karn synergizes with uh, current Karn, because you can use this Karn's minus two to get cards with silver counters that were exiled from first card. So I think that's a really cool, neat interaction. What artifacts are you hoping to get with it?
1: What's played? Treasure Map?
0: Treasure Map. That's about it. Uh, Vivian's Arc
1: Oh, okay. Vivian's Arc Mm -hmm.
0: Um, But this is really, this is an eternal card. This is not for, I don't think it's really for a standard. Like, I don't think it's great. Yeah. Uh, you need artifacts, and unless we go to Mirrodin, um, I don't think you know that's gonna. This is gonna be relevant.
1: So tell me more about modern. I wish to learn yes. about this format. So
0: in modern, um, the the trick that you do is you use this card. This card is a one card combo essentially. So you run one Lattice in your sideboard. mycosynthlatis is a six mana artifact that makes it so that all permanents are artifacts, um, and all spells are colorless, and you can use lands for any color. But who cares about all that? So what you do is you play Karn, um, you minus two. And you fetch up Mycosynth Lattice. And then the next turn, you play Mycosynth Lattice. And it turns everything into artifacts. And Karn says, activate abilities for artifacts your opponent's control can't be activated. Which means your opponent can no longer uh, cast spells. Because their lands have been shut off. Because their lands are artifacts.
1: Oh, I see how that works. So this is a
0: soft lock. Um, If your opponent doesn't have a board or you can contain their board, it's a lock. Uh, It locks your opponent out of the game.
1: Okay. Yeah. Do you think that's viable in Modern? It seems slow to me, but... People will play it. I have no sense what the speed of modern is for is like Really this. fast,
0: um, and this card is realistically not going to be very good. Um, okay. I think it's you know people will will try to make it work. Um, Those the people who are more into brewing and playing cool stuff. Um, and but it's possible though that like if you're in a deck, so if you're in a deck like um, uh, what's it called, War Prison, right? Then mm-hmm. you play War Prison, and Karn is good regardless. Uh, especially like in a mirror or against affinity or hardens, like any of these decks, right? Like his, act- his static ability is pretty decent. So in that deck, he does stuff regardless, mm-hmm. which means that it's relatively free to just go, okay, I'm going to use up a microsynth- uh, a cyborg slot for Microsynth Lattice, and now I'm going to have this like kind of free win, additional way to lock out my opponent if the pieces come together. So I think the key for current seeing play is that he needs, like, his abilities need to be good without this combo. And then, similar to what we were saying with Ral yesterday, um, is, like, it's nice to have a free cool, like, now I win combo. Right, I see. Because we're also is capable of getting to 6 mana and actually casting Microson Lattice if they want to. That makes sense. Yeah. Could also be, you know, a sideboard card uh, if you don't have access to Stony Silence. Um, or even if, like, you are... I don't know if Affinity would want this, but, like, if you are playing an artifact-based deck, you can't play Stony Silence if you re- wi- uh, rely on activated abilities. But Karn is one-sided, which means that um, it's a colorless Stony Silence that only hits your opponent for four mana, which is also a nice a nice thing to keep in mind.
1: Okay, that makes sense, I guess. I'll keep in mind if I ever played Modern
0: again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with Modern Horizons coming up, man...
1: Well, first, one more question about Karn. Yeah. Is this Karn wearing pants? I can't tell. Let's take a look. Like, maybe no, but maybe he... he... Like, would you consider this, like, he sculpted clothing on himself, so he is wearing mm-hmm. pants?
0: Well, Karn, let's see, Karn Sion of Urza... Was not.
1: It was quite
0: scandalous. Uh, no, Karn Sion is wearing pants. Oh, no, it's a first oh. is not. This, oh, well, like, if you look at Karn Sion, he's clearly wearing, like... Like a kill, A kill. Yeah. This Karn, he's liberated again. Oh, He's, he is liberated. He is, He tried pants. Yep. He did not like them. He is changing go right? for a better. That's right. He's like, look, if I'm going to go and fight some Frexians after I beat up Bullis, ain't nobody got pants. <laughs> no, no need for him, you know? Like, where we're going, we don't need pants.
1: One more question. What is going on in the art there?
0: He is creating...
1: Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's my guess. I was, I was almost wondering if that's something to do with the planar bridge because it kind of has that like, weird swirl, swirl yeah. effect, but I don't know. I can see, you know, Tezzeret's an artifact. But... Yeah.
0: Oh, man, what if he just, like, takes Tezzeret and, like, turns Tezzeret into...
1: Everybody's so mean to Tezzeret, too. What the heck? I know. They're all bullied. They're yeah, all bullied. Bolas,
0: Bull-Ass, Dovin. That's but, very sad. I, you know, the scary thing is if you look at Tezret over the years... And you look at, like, you know, he started out with just an Ethereum arm, right? And now, it's just like a robot. Like, the poor guy. He's just turned his whole body. It's just, like, Ethereum at this point. Like, he's all just metal. So, he's a robot. Do you think he blinks? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him close his eyes in art. Yeah? Oh, and he still looks cool. That's creepy. That's yeah. creepy. Well, thanks for joining us, Min. Uh, pleasure. What was your favorite card from today?
1: From today? Yes. Ooh. I don't... I think it would have to be Sahili.
0: Sahili seems like the strongest. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, I'm a little sad you didn't say Jaya though, because I was gonna make fun of you, but yeah, no, I you didn't. You know. My favorite is also Sahili though. I also really do like Karn. Um, I, I I picked up some Mycosynth Vatisses because uh, <laughs> they were only eight dollars, and now they're at thirty. So wow, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah some good investment. Yeah, um, nice. And uh, that's all we got for today. So tune in tomorrow. We're gonna cover some more Magic: The Gathering cards that are being spoiled as we speak. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors for all of their support. New England Comics, you can find on Facebook at NEC Coolidge and to Flipside Gaming. You can find it at FlipsideGaming.com. I'm Ryan. I'm Min. And this is Spoiler oh, Season.